Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 122. Now, I realize if you were listening last week, you would have heard me say episode 122 last week as well, um, because I made a boo-boo. Last week, the uh, episode with um, Aaron talking about support to the NICU and Prematurity Awareness Month and all of that stuff, that was actually episode 121. But I digress. You can find it at losethecape.com forward slash podcast and look in the 121-122 range because their numbers are backwards and you know what, we're just going to roll with it because this is Lose the Cape, right? So today in what is actually episode 122, but can be found podcast forward slash 121, (laughs) we are talking with Nisha Merchandani. Um, Nisha is an absolute joy and this episode we laughed we cried we did some stuff that makes us feel really good and we launched a fun fundraiser so Nisha's going to tell us all about her her coloring book it's the ha ha joke book it's a the world's first coloring joke book for kids and um, she's created a special PayPal link for us which you can find in our show notes now it's important to know that it's losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash one two one. And um, <clears throat> we are um, g- getting a reduced rate for this book, which we talk about. And it's a, you buy one and one gets donated to a child in foster care. Or in our case, we asked if we could specifically donate to them to um the foster care system here where I live in Columbia, South Carolina, because it's so overwhelmed right now with kids and being able to provide them something fun for Christmas, a a coloring joke book is just a a great way for us to give back. So if you head over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash one two one, you can find the order form to purchase um, your copy of the Ha Ha Coloring Joke Book. We have all kinds of great ideas on what you could use them for, how you could use them, purchasing in bulk, teacher gifts, kids gifts, class gifts, uh, birthday party gifts, all kinds of stuff. It's for a great cause, and every time you purchase one, another one is donated. So it's a huge deal. Um, we are just so pleased to have Nisha in our life and, um, we just, we love this book and we love what it's done for us and our families and what it's going to do for our communities. So thank you for being a part of that. If you participate in it and now enjoy the show. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of the lose the Cape podcast, where we interview busy modern moms, moms, helping moms and other people helping moms, um, to get tips, tools, resources, and really inspiration and stories about the things that are important to us in life as mothers. Today, we are really excited to bring you somebody who gives back to her community in an enormous way. Um, If you're interested at all in helping children who are in um, situations that aren't fantastic, mostly the foster care environment or even in a hospital or any other type of situation, Nisha is doing her best to give back to those communities. So Nisha is help is passionate about helping children and youth in the foster care um, system, helping them prosper. Her serious job is as chief architect and mastermind behind the Hot Skills Pay Bills program. She's also the chief joke picker at HaHaKidsJokes.com. And on her book, she says, not to be confused with the chief nose picker, which I just th- thought was hilarious. I think it's hilarious every time I see it. She's on a mission to help parents and kids create lifelong giggle memories. 
The first job makes her bounce out of bed in the morning and the other keeps her sane because <laughs> she says she struggles with serious grown-up syndrome or SGS. I guarantee you are going to love Nisha and we are going to talk to her in just one second. First, I would like to bring you some information from our newest sponsor, the Brick Wall Coach. So as you know, Aubrey and I are both small business owners. And one of the problems that we often face is that we feel like we're doing it all on our own. We feel really overwhelmed. We need guidance. We need someone to help us with the implementation, right? You've heard us talk about how horrible we are at implementing. Um, so when you have your own business, you have to wear all these different hats. But the good news is you don't have to do it all alone. You need someone in your life like the Brick Wall Coach, whose passion is to see small business owners flourish. The Brick Wall Coach assists others to learn their potential and help them balance their lives, work home, and play. If you want to create a work-life balance, set and obtain goals, tame your overwhelm, or improve your productivity, the Brick, the Brick Wall Coach is here to guide you on your path to success. So head on over to losethecape.com forward slash Brick Wall Coach to learn more information about her services and how she can help you get your business in order. Okay, thanks, Nisha, for being here with us today. I'm so excited. We're both so excited to have you. It's wonderful. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. I am super, super, super excited to be on this podcast. I love the name. I love everything about the name. It just makes me feel happy when I think of it. <laughs> well, we, we, try to, we, try, we try to have fun and be happy, don't we, Aubrey? <laughs> we do. And um, I lost my Trello board, so I'm, I'm paying attention. I'm just trying to get it back on my phone. Um, <laughs> So Nisha, tell us a little bit about, now have you launched your new Haha ha for Kids coloring book or is it about to launch? My book has launched and it is in the Amazon uh, store. It's available for purchase in Canada, US, Europe, and the UK. And if someone's outside those four areas, then I have a digital version on my site, which is a PDF download. Very good. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you decided to create a joke coloring book for kids? So what happened was my son, when he was six, was like this jokester. He would walk up to strangers and tell them knock-knock jokes. And um, it made it really easy for him to win friends and influence people as a six-year-old. <laughs> and unsuspecting victims, even men who want, you know, like, really buff men going for a run who did not want to have anything to do with a six-year-old were victims that I felt a little sorry for. But <laughs> what happened was I never really paid any attention to it till we went to visit um, a, a neighbor's son who was getting surgery at UNC uh, Children's Hospital. And what happened is his parents found him not breathing, took him. Uh, it was really stressful. They moved from one hospital to the other and found he needed to get a pacemaker put in. And he was waiting for surgery. So he took some food and we went to visit. And my son kind of sensed the energy in the hospital room. And of course he had to kind of diffuse it. So he started telling silly jokes. Hmm. Uh, for example, um, why did the banana go to the banana doctor? Do you know? Oh, are you, <laughs> are 
I think we I should say, one. why did the banana go? <laughs> but I know this one because my kids have the book. It's something so that he would peel better, right? Uh, yeah. Why did the banana go to the banana doctor? Because he wasn't peeling well. Oh, he wasn't peeling well. That's right. <laughs> oh, he wasn't peeling well. <laughs> this little boy who's sick. Uh, actually, he was younger at the time. My, my son was, actually, my son was seven. He was six. He burst out laughing and he's very shy and he was a bit scared. And I think a little bored as well because he's just waiting for surgery. And his parents laughed because they had to release all the stress they were feeling. Imagine taking your six-year-old for... Yeah something so serious and um, I saw the power of jokes and I thought I need to I need to catch all these jokes somewhere so I started capturing them in Canva and I have a preschool client and she said um, why don't you put this on our Facebook page or something so I started doing that and then um, she said why don't you make this a coloring book because Coloring is very therapeutic, very good for hand-eye coordination. And I said, okay, why not? And so that's where it became the world's first joke coloring book. And every image illustrates the joke underneath. Yeah. Um, well, we were lucky enough to get an advanced copy and help you with the launch. And my girls absolutely loved this book. And you know what, what surprised me? So my daughters are five and seven. And what surprised me the most was one that they had such a good time doing it to, to coloring it together. But what happened after that? Like they loved the joke so much that they decided to put on a little comedy show for me and my husband. And it turned into one of the best afternoons we have had in so long because they got out their little microphone and they stood up on the back porch and the two of them just like put on this little comedy show. We laughed so hard. So it did my heart a lot of good to see that and have that interaction with them, but also knowing that that these books are going to help other kids um, really, really is just fantastic. When we haven't talked about that yet, tell us about what happens when people buy a copy of the book. So I, um, I work with kids in foster care and I work with the older kids, so 13 onwards. And I was trying to think, what is the way I can touch the kids who are much younger, the ones who are four, five, six, seven, maybe eight, um, as young as three. And what happens is they get pulled from their home sometimes in the middle of the night. And um, they end up in foster care. They're terrified. Some are nonverbal. Some uh, will not even talk to a therapist or a social worker. So I was thinking, wouldn't it be nice if they could have this book at least? Mm -hmm. So the, the coloring is very calming. It's a meditation. Uh, the jokes are kind of a way where the volunteer um, who's with them um, or the caseworker or whoever's sitting as an adult with them can tell them those jokes. And even if it doesn't look like they're engaging, it's kind of silly, so they might smile. And um, for every book that I sell, I gift one to a child in need in honor of the person who bought it. That's awesome. So I have a question for yes. you, and I, I didn't ask you this ahead of time. So if I, I'm sorry if I catch you off guard. Um, so my, I was in a sorority in college, which most people are like, ha ha, sorority, but whatever. But we, I'm still in my, uh, <laughs> I'm 
for you that look. Um, no, the alumni, I'm still part of, very active in the alumni organization. And my sorority was Kappa Alpha Theta. And our philanthropy uh, internationally is CASA and Guardian Ad Litems. And for people who don't know what CASA is and Guardian Ad Litems are, CASA is the organization globally that supports children in um, in foster care and in them being, you know, the whole process and guardian ad litems are the trained advocates who go into their homes and look at their situations and represent them in court if need be. So it's, it's a very, very, very important program. And in where I'm from in South Carolina right now, we have such a massive problem with children um, being pulled from their homes or separated from their families. And the last time I talked to Paige, our local director, she told us that just in Richland County alone, we have over 1,500 kids in the foster kids in the foster care system, which is a lot. We don't have the pace, place for them, the space for them, and they're winding up putting them in hotels. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. Where I'm going with that is that we, we do fundraisers and events to help support our local guardian ad litem through our local alumni chapter. And we usually do something to help them at Christmas time. And I would love to um, be able to set up a local event, a local fundraiser or something where I reach out to my alumni organization and I say, look at this great thing. We're already giving stuff to CASA anyway. How about instead of giving them more candy for Christmas or something like that, we do these books. And oh, by the way, if we do these books, another one is gifted. So is it possible that if people set up a local thing like this, that, that we could somehow make it so that when, when my local sisters buy the books, that it comes to our local CASA, the match book? Um, so that would be possible. And all I would need to do is get the address where you want it shipped. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would be more than happy. Any CASA anywhere in the United States, once copies, I will send. That's awesome. Um, as long as I have... Super awesome. Yeah. If I can sell as many books as I can sell, that's as many books I want to donate. Right. And that actually brings me to something, uh, which is the price and why I had to price this at $9.99 for one copy and uh, $8.99 for five. And the reason is that, like, I have to cover the cost of printing one book and then the second book, sure. and shipping and all that. So it, it it's the lowest I can go before it kind of doesn't make sense for me. So um, I wanted to kind of put that out there because for some people that might not, that might be a reason why they won't support it because they think the price is too high, but it's kind of my limitation. Well, and we have to remember what it actually is. I mean, you're not really, you're not spending... Eight ninety nine per book when you order five books, you're spending eight ninety nine a piece for ten books. So you're really only spending four dollars and fifty cents per book, which to give to a child as something to, a child that has nothing and put in a stocking stuffer, run to the dollar store, grab a bunch of boxes of crayons to go with that. I mean, that's a nice gift. And um, you know, I know for me, laughter is such an important part of healing process. Like, I don't know how, how I would have survived the loss of my daughter if we hadn't laughed all the time. And I know that, it, like you said, in the hospital and for these kids are, who are in a really rotten situation, to, to give them something that's going to bring them joy and make them laugh, I think there's no price point that you can put on that. So I yeah. just want to say, I think it's right. so I, fantastic what you're doing. 
Yeah, and I'm just gonna get on a soapbox for just like two seconds. Put down the pumpkin spice lattes, two <laughs> right. of them, and go buy the book. Exactly. You know, I mean, we we our priorities are really wrong. Oh my god, a book that's nine ninety nine, and they give back. Let me sip on my nine ninety nine coffee. Yeah, <laughs> so just right. put it down through the holidays. Buy the book, and let's make some kids smile through the holidays. I was a Costa too before I had children and it is the most rewarding, hardest thing I've ever, ever done. Yay. So I will get with the McLennan County chapter and see what we can do here because oh, we so awesome. have a large county and probably about the same amount of kids in foster care. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's so sad. It was all in the news last year around this time about how they, how our um, local DSS was having to put kids in hotels because we don't have enough foster parents to take them and kids are being separated. Like one sibling might be in Charleston and their other siblings in Greenville to play. I mean, it, it's yeah. bringing tears to my eyes, even thinking about it. Like I cannot even imagine who I cannot even imagine being five years old and ripped from your home. Yeah. <laughs> and your child, your no, brother, brother going to another city no. and your yeah. little sister going to another city. And yeah, so well, I agree. Yeah. I work with the youth who are older and I ask them because I want to teach them one hot skill, yeah. one man skill before they age out. Because one out of five, the statistics say, end up either homeless or in extreme poverty, um, below wow. the poverty line. So I asked these kids that I was interviewing, what can I do for you? And I thought, teach me this, or I want to make money. And you know, they said to me, they said, give me someone who cares about me because I don't. Lisa, you and, just and, did it. You just broke the tear wall. I'm sorry. And I was so shocked because I thought I'm teaching them money making skills. And here they are like, so she said, I just want someone to care that I exist. And that broke my heart because I was like, how do I do that? So I came up with this idea that I would have this, I, I dream about this, but this huge mom squad, moms who have kids and they have a big heart and they can love all these kids. And we hold a circle of support around each kid. And that's like my longer term goal. And I call it kiss by mama, the kiss Aww. by mama squad. Because honestly, nothing I do teaching them skills is going to be worth diddly squat if they don't have someone who believes in them unconditionally and holds that space for them because some of them don't have one person in their life who's told them they're worth anything. Absolutely. And if you're spending the night in a motel, you definitely don't feel worth anything. No. And you know, back to your point on, um, on them, like sometimes they're literally ripped out of their homes and have nothing. And I remember one of our projects when I was in, in college as an active sorority member, one of the things that we did was um, we got together with some of the kids in the foster care and we made them pillowcases. They got to color and do the pillowcases. And that was, uh, wait a minute. I can't, I can't remember exactly how it wasn't with the kids in foster care. We made pillowcases to take so that they would have something to give the kids that were being pulled out of their homes so that they could grab, you know, things to put in them. And, um, I mean, it was, it was just crazy and they, they need, they need so much stuff, but you know, people think about socks and underwear and candy and things like that and toiletries, but not always about the fun stuff. Like, Something yeah. that's going to make them like laugh. So can we, uh, can I show you the book? You I don't can. We're definitely using video on this one. 
Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aubrey's like, uh, thanks for warning me, lady. <laughs> well, it's, this is just it. my normal now, and I'm going to embrace it, you know? So, um, if, if someone's listening on audio, what I'm showing is the inside of the book. And I have this picture of, you know, whatever the joke is illustrating so they can color that. The joke itself in a very simple font so the kids can understand. Uh -huh. read it So early readers can start practicing. Even if they hate to read, it's like two sentences or two lines and it's easy enough. Um, if they're accomplished readers, then they can read to the younger ones. So it's a very social experience. And right below, we have a little note and it's in a smaller font and it's for the grown-ups. And I have either um, instructions on like how to practice jokes so you don't fail and how you need to time your, get your timing right because comedic timing is brutal. Everything. <laughs> There's one joke about a cow and if you don't get the timing right, it's humiliating. <laughs> you straight, mommy, that's a bad joke. <laughs> timing right, they will laugh their heads off. So I think um, the parents will get a little kick out of the comments I have. There's one comment that I love the most, and it's for newbie dads. <laughs> and, uh, if you're okay with that, can I share that joke? Yeah, do it. Okay, so <laughs> the joke is why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Elsa. Elsa. <laughs> and it's Why a can't you give cow, Elsa right? a balloon? No, no, no. This is about Elsa. No, this is Elsa. Oh, Elsa, Elsa. Real Elsa. Okay. <laughs> so you cannot give Elsa a balloon because she will let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, the princess, the love princesses or Elsa, they will love this joke. And then the note for the yes. parents is alert. The Elsa fans will sing. It always happens. Don't fight it. Sing along loud. Then there's a note for newbie dads. Hey, newbie dads, just so you know, Let It Go is not a song about farts. <laughs> Some of you have this misconception. Glad we cleared that up. And my son finds that funny at nine. So he said, ha ha, yes. This is actually funny. The rest of your book is horrible, but this is funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, that's funny. Now I need to go back through it and read the fine comments because I just let the girls color and tell me the jokes. And let me tell you one joke I hear every day from my five-year-old. Every day. She thinks this is the best joke that ever. Um, what do you do to make a Kleenex dance? What? Put a little boogie in it. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> Hey, at least those are good. So oh. my five-year-old is into making up her own jokes. So oh, it'd be like, knock-knock. And then she'll say, you want to hear a knock-knock joke? Okay, good. And she won't even let you say yes or no. And it'll be like, knock-knock. Okay, who's there? TV. TV who? TV says, I'm going to show you a show. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's always like whatever comes to her head. Like, knock, knock. Who's there? I'm a house. I'm a house who? You're going to live in me. <laughs> You know, oh, it's yeah. she so funny. Like, <laughs> well, one of the cool things about so we this need book, some real jokes. <laughs> exactly. Well, one of the cool things about the book is that it actually for your little jokesters who are creating their own jokes, it actually create it includes space at the back for them to write and illustrate their own jokes too, which I thought was great. Um, 
So I'm going to show those. Uh, so it's basically joke journaling pages. Um, <laughs> uh, I think joke journaling um, lets open a piece of their brain, which is exactly Aubrey what your daughter does. It's um, it's it's vocabulary, it's it's communication, and it's imagination. So um, that grows the center of the brain that not many other things can do because it's like being a stand-up comic. <laughs> you have to. You have to suck really badly till you get good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and you should you should one write day some she of these. may be amazing then. <laughs> yeah, you, you should write down some of these jokes in the back of the book, Aubrey, so that you remember them later because you'll forget. I uh, my my kids did that too. They loved coming up with their own you jokes. Remember how like, bad it is? Oh, oh my gosh, that's the worst joke, but I have to laugh because my kid just told it. <laughs> I know, but then sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's enough. Just go. Well, I would like to brainstorm for a minute here on other ways if people um, don't want to do the, um, you know, roundup for CASA or whatever, other ways that people can still, first of all, anytime you just purchase one book, you're donating a copy of the book regardless. So if anybody just wants to get one for their child, you're already helping. But we were talking before we started recording about other fun ways, and I'm thinking, I am the mom who buys the pre-written, pre-everything Valentine's Day cards because I don't get into that kind of stuff. So I can see myself ordering 20 copies, going down, grabbing a box of crayons to go with each of these, stuffing them in a little cellophane bag and sending them to school for the holiday party, you know, so that my daughter still gets to give something and for me, I think this would be so fun because they love this book so much. She will probably drive her entire class crazy as she recites all of the jokes, but it, it'll be fun for her and special. So um, do you have other ideas, uh, Nisha, for things that people could do with the book if they want to place a larger order and really, really you know, make an impact? Sure. Um, so I really want to preface this by saying that you know I don't feel comfortable pitching my own stuff because I feel Well, I can like, keep pitching for you if you'd rather. I was thinking um, birthday I, parties, stocking but, stuffers. Um, but, but one of the ways that uh, a friend of mine is using it is she gives like those goodie bags at uh, her son or daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing those little tchotchkes that just pollute the environment, she's decided to uh, do the joke book. And the coloring book, it's a joke coloring book. And what she's doing is at the party, she's made the party kind of like, um, kind of like um, telling jokes and people standing up and doing performances and things like that. And they're going to be doing the book in the party. So yay! get home and then you tell your parents the jokes when you get home. So it's kind of part of the party. Otherwise you don't want to spend you know, she was honest with me. She said, I wouldn't spend nine ninety nine on a goodie bag, but I'm happy to spend that if it's part of the party because I anyway would buy like a theme. So this is my theme, mm-hmm. jokes and riddles and things like that. That's a really good idea, actually, because um, you know that is a lot to spend on a goodie bag. I mean, I'm cheap. I would probably spend maybe five bucks on a goodie bag, but if you think about how much you spend on your theme and how much you spend on all the little things, all of a sudden $9.99 per child is, is really nothing because <laughs> by the time you put everything else into it and how simple, I mean, but how fun. I mean, if they have nearly as much fun as my girls did putting on their comedy show, I mean, what a great way to spend an afternoon. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, I can uh, just see. Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, I'm just going to say she's got a really... Like some little tuxedos and... (laughs) (laughs) That's a new... That's like, you know, you go to the same parties over and over and over again, princess parties, which that's fine. But this would be a super fun stand-up comic club. Mm -hmm. I I could see it being really, really fun. And also... um, I think it would be great gifts for kids in school because not only are the kids in foster homes, I mean, there's kids at school who we don't know what's going on that this book could really mean a lot to them. Um, Our our school just had a guy with a yo-yo come and he sold yo-yos and it was like teaching motivation and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) they need this book, like to teach laughter and how to control your emotions. And maybe, you know, if you feel angry, tell a joke instead you know I could yeah this is I really love the concept of this I do too so I'm actually very open to other ideas I'd love people to email me or find my website is hahakidsjokes.com and um, I wanted to address this very serious epidemic of serious grown-up syndrome if we had a minute Please do. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) With everything that's going on in the world and the stresses in our lives, just balancing bills and kids and all the stuff, we, um, we've become very serious. I know I have, like I have a harder time smiling than when I was a kid. Mm. So part of me doing this book was to help parents connect with their kids around joke telling. Because um, if we think about the people we like to hang around or do business with, it's people who make us laugh, who's people who make us feel light in all this heaviness. And so I hope people who buy the book take that opportunity. It's not just a book you give to your kids and then they laugh at each other. It's like pick up the book and tell your kid a joke or let your child tell you the joke and you know, just put that phone down and forget about what's going on in the world. But in that moment, if you can laugh with your child, it's a win. Yeah, I agree. That's, oh my gosh. And you know, you mentioned something to me. You you mentioned something to me about this um, before when we were, oh, because you did the, the, the joke bot. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You have to tell people about the five day challenge and what's her name? Gert, what is the name? Her name is Burping Body. Uh, she's, a, she's a laugh bot. She's a Facebook messenger bot. She'll send you a daily challenge. It's called the make your child laugh a five day straight challenge. And every day it tells you to do one thing like tell jokes, tongue twisters, do a sack race. And um, then there's one challenge where you take a picture of your child in the same pose as you have of your childhood. So kind of goofy stuff. Actually, even if they don't do the challenges that I say and they come up with their own, it's a win. But it's the idea that you take 10 minutes a day for five days to just laugh. Uh-huh. And then when you ask a child, hey, your room's a mess, go pick up or, you know, go wash your hands or go brush your teeth. It's not, a, it's not like your child only sees you as the taskmaster, but also the person who made them laugh that day. Right. Um, oh, I love that. It's, it's so great. And as I was thinking about this, well, first of all, where, where do people sign up for the challenge? Yeah, so they go to hahakidsjokes.com and then they'll see uh, the haha challenge on the top menu bar. They'll click on that and then it'll link up to Facebook Messenger. Um, and if they don't want the challenge and they just want to buy the book on the homepage, they can buy the book. Okay. And I also have a glossary on my site of 
of terms that I think like very important, like um, serious grown-up syndrome, and uh, there's there's this uh, stare at your phoneitis, a uh, very serious uh, malady that we need to all understand and define what that means. Because before there were cell phones, we didn't have. You didn't stare at your rotary phone if you were born in that generation. Right. <laughs> there was nothing to look at, a bunch of numbers. So people who have stared at your phone, I just might find some solace on the site, even if they don't buy my book. You know, I just, I, I love this concept of the book, the coloring book in itself. We've already established that, but this idea of laughing with your children, like there's been a couple times lately where I've been really sad about how much time I spend yelling at my children as opposed to how much time I have fun with them. And um, so, yeah, I need to sign up for that challenge. Like today, my kids need some, Yeah, we need some fun together. So um, the nicest thing that happened to me was like, um, my brother, who has no kids, bought eight copies of the book. Now, he is my brother, but he's going to gift it to people who have kids and like like, oh. an, like an uncle who just gives out books. And I'm like, you don't have any kids. He's like, yeah, but it's a cool book. I'll just give it away. So he's imagine a guy who has no kids giving it to random kids just to just to like random acts of kindness. I thought that was very nice. That is cool. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because um, every December 12th, which is still, uh, oh my gosh, it's not that far from now. It's only about a month from now. Uh, Every December 12th, which is the day my daughter passed away, uh, we do Catherine Day. And our big goal is to... um, is to have people do something just random to give back and help somebody else. So I, I think that I've been looking for the right thing to do for Catherine day this year. And I think this is going to be it. I'm going to challenge people, whether they have kids or not to go out, get these books and, um, and to support my local Casa if they don't know, if they don't have one to support or not, or just, you know, anyway. And also we talked about this before we started recording but the children's hospitals are a great place to buy and donate these to. My daughter's class is doing a fundraiser right now for our local children's hospital, and they specifically asked for coloring books. So, um, you know, things to, and I can't even imagine, like you said, being in the hospital with your child who might be there for a broken toe or might be there for cancer. I mean, you just don't even know, but any way that you can make yeah. them laugh in that situation. And also Ronald McDonald houses. They yes, so true. So if anyone wants to donate to them, they always welcome these um, these kinds of gifts. Absolutely. And then we'll donate um, another copy. And it doesn't have to be a kid in foster care. If we find there's a child who's low income, I don't really discriminate against anyone. Any kid, right age group will enjoy the book, will get it uh, if they're in need. Oh, great. So are you saying then that you'll customize the donation for people? Like if they want to make a big order, you'll say you'll put, you'll send the donated copies to whatever organization that is? Yeah, if they donate awesome. and, and, and they give me a, a bulk order, I'm more than happy to donate the matching copy to, let's say, the local McDonald, uh, Ronald McDonald House. And yeah. that would be incredible. Awesome. I, I like the idea of donating it or, or gift. I don't even call it donating, gifting it. Because yes. it's, it's, it's not a donation. A donation says, I'm richer than you. Here's something I'm doing for you. A gift says, a gift says 
something totally different. And so it's a gift. Yeah, like I thought about you. Yeah. You're worthy of a gift. I Um, love that. And you are a gift. And so I want to give these books in honor of the person who buys them. And I'm sort of just a middle person, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm facilitating, but it is from the person who buys to the person that they want to give to. So if you place a bulk order, I'd happily ship it anywhere in the country. Has to be continental US because shipping in Europe to Europe and all is a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's more than the cost of the book. Otherwise I would do that as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, Nisha, I think you are a gift and I'm so glad that our lives intersected and I can't wait to, to see what we can do for our local, our local organization through our Catherine Day efforts. Thank you for inviting me and uh, love the lose the cape idea because we have women on this pedestal that I think is so unrealistic and I'm all that we fail because we cannot live up to that ideal. So again, thank you for that name. I think it means a lot to me personally. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay. And just in case people, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Aubrey. Oh, I was just going to say, yes, this has been one of my most favorite interviews to date. And I, I don't say that on every interview. <laughs> no, she doesn't. That's very special. So ahakidsjokes.com. Go make somebody's day brighter to somebody's days brighter. Put down the pumpkin spice latte and spend the $9.99. That's right. <laughs> I've never even tried those. I need to go try one. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're all right. You don't no, need to get it on the madness. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Nisha. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. You.